and today we're gonna cover a, a whole good kid and caboodle of fun and entertainment. Um, the last two weeks have been kind of heavy, but I mean, obviously, a lot's going on in the world, and it will be um, actually piss poor of us not to cover that. Um, so we covered it. I'm sorry, now- I'm sorry to interrupt. There's a bunch of shuffling papers. Yeah, I heard that too. It wasn't a bunch. It was just me shuffling one paper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it was, it was a. Sit in one place. I turned, I turned one page. Lord, no, it sounds yeah. like it sounds like fifty pages. Well, well, I was well, like, "What's he doing?" Well, 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 count me in again then. <laughs> yeah, pretty much five, four, three to one. Clearly, I, 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 I take notes. And I have stuff written down because I'm old. Yeah. yeah, you should really put that on a laptop that you can scroll down on. <laughs> the majority of the world would do. Jesus I'm using Christ. a typewriter. <laughs> I just have a why are you mad? I'm mad because technology has passed me. All right. All right. So we're, we're gonna we're gonna definitely I will try to bring up no, I really do write down everything, guys. It's, it's pretty oh bad. Yeah, but you can't have the shuffling. Like, it's like on your damn microphone. Yeah, you can't edit that out. <laughs> we are dope viewers, and that stands for Defiant, Optimistic, Popping, and Educated. Um, this is pretty much, once again, as you know, where the barbershop meets the beauty salon and only truth is being uh, served. We got a full house today. We got the young lady from L.A., the East Coast, HBCU grad. Miss T, say hello to the folks, Miss T. Hello, listeners. Then we got the other queen on the show, uh, Miss Gerard, uh, from the good old Berg, uh, HBCU, now repping Texas. Miss Gerard, say hi to good people. How you doing, folks? And the last but not least, this guy, also from the Berg. I don't know how we got two people from I don't Pittsburgh. Know how, where would we get, like, the Berg from? It just seems so so weird when someone from not the Berg says it. Because <laughs> so, well, uh, part of it is the Berg. That well, exactly. Is the Berg. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> hit it right. Hit it right before you try to do that. To our <laughs> and, and that's why I'm going to let him count himself in. Go ahead, VP. Tell the people where you're from and who you are. Well, you know, um, I'm currently, well, I'm currently in Atlanta, Georgia, living my best life. But I grew up in Pittsburgh, kind of had a little stint in Japan, you know, where I learned some things, military kid. But, uh, you know, came back to the States and went to the Penn State University. Or, uh, you no know, one says education. that. No one says that. <laughs> oh, they don't? It, it's not a thing? That's, it's not a thing. Well, we say that. The only university that matters, the Penn State University. So, you know, from there, came to Atlanta. I'm in the A shouting, so uh, <laughs> just uh, bringing it, was it live and direct from the A? There we go, there we go. And I'm the host, I try to get these views together and bring a perspective and a view. Jay Riverdale, uh, born in actually Cali, uh, mm-hmm. raised in the East Coast, went to a prep high school, don't hold it against me people, that's where I learned to love mayo. Uh, and uh, <laughs> wow, wow, University of Maryland College. And now I'm a businessman trying to put on my city. And on the weekends, I love ratchet stuff. So that's who we are. We're, we're glad you guys are listening. We thank you for listening. And we're, we're sure you'll enjoy the conversation. So how we normally keep the show off is we talk about what's been going on in our, on in our weeks because this is family talk. Family tells each other, how was your week? How was your day? And that's how we start the conversation here. 
Um, we have an interesting way of introducing everything. We call it "Why You Mad?" <laughs> What's got you mad? Um, and everybody always we always share through the course of the week. And obviously today we're going to share with you guys. So I think um, VP, you have a good one, right? I mean, I'm learned to. Uh, I mean, I'm known to have a lot of good things. So, I mean, <laughs> if, you, if you want me to share the one that I, the one that came to mind today, I yeah, share the oh. good thing today. <laughs> this, I mean, the good thing today. I mean, I have a. Uh, uh, I don't know if, if I think it's more of a what got me mad today. There's a couple things. I, I just had a quick story. Quick story. We like stories. And then we'll get to the one. I know. So today I just happened to go on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Because it's one of my uh, primary sources of uh, getting things in the COVID era. Mm-hmm. And I saw that it said that it delivered one of my packages. Okay. And I got the package. Two, two of the things of the three that I ordered were in the package. So I just felt weird when I had to go back and tell them, these cock rings that I ordered were not in the package at all. What? I got <laughs> I got the rosehip oil. I got the, what is it? The hydrate hyaluronic acid. And folks, you heard him right. He said cock rings. Keep listening. That's why you listen. Go ahead, sir. <laughs> and, but the cock rings weren't there. And it was like, you know, 10 of them. <laughs> they, they didn't cost that much. Just so you know, guys, a cock ring, I mean, this was called, I don't know, I call it a penis ring or whatever. A cock ring helps with your stamina during sex. If you put it on, it helps the blood flow stay there so you don't ejaculate that fast. So, it's a useful tool. You're welcome. And so I... Um, <laughs> wait, I wait, so, them so you're because not they break easily. Fast? The cheap ones break easily. What'd you oh, say? I'm sorry. BP, I thought, you're, so you're not supposed to go fast. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, <laughs> no, no, no. You know, when you're trying to, you know, make good impression, uh, <laughs> you shouldn't go that fast. So you're worried about your performance post-COVID? I mean, if you if you, you gearing up already, I'm just saying it it goes pretty fast because I know myself really well. <laughs> so, oh, I figured, I figured I'd you know re up on some things, and plus, like, like I said, they are a cheaper product and they break quickly. So the problem the problem why I'm mad was you actually have to call or text or email Amazon support mm-hmm. to discuss these things, and so I'm on chat with Amazon and they're like oh what was wrong with your package hmm. what was it what is it the 15 or the 10 piece ring set <laughs> I'm like I just feel that you're just way too into my business right now and so but I still want my refund <laughs> and I want my new shipment sent out to me because it was never received and so just going back and forth I just felt like some type of way that I had to deal with Amazon tech support that way I, I just didn't like it i didn't like it at okay. all i thought well, uh, uh, my privacy uh, was violated well alexa got your order uh she, she will does. be sending you a new one okay. i was being reset okay. it's being reset it literally happened right before the podcast i mean yes. seriously that that's such a good what got you mad i mean ooh, that's gonna be kind of tough to follow ladies I'm you guys saying. are you guys are usually up to the challenge uh, are you up to following cock rings um <laughs> I'll speak for myself. No, <laughs> I mean I was just, <laughs> I was just going down the base. So there's no following conquerings. Uh, um, I, I would recommend you know perhaps looking into your diet as a suggestion because you know that helps in stamina. I mean oh, wow, I don't know. Wow, I, I'm pretty wow. sure I'm okay, 
But in I'm terms of like, <laughs> oh yeah, I mean my diet is crazy. I have something about my diet a little bit later on in the conversation. Oh, but <laughs> I mean, if you, if you saw my Instagram, if you saw my Instagram today, you know. <laughs> Oh his, his diet is pizza, folks. His diet is pizza and chicken. Get it right. And chicken wings. My bad. My bad. My bad. Yeah, chicken, chicken has so many hormones in it. All right, so so no. so, lady, so so ladies, you don't want to follow cock rings. Understood. Um, Jeroz, <laughs> what what what's got you mad? I mean, this guy's always starting to show off with a bang. Uh, to, to say the least. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I woke up and, and Twitter was on fire and they were talking about Officer Karen. And I'm like, okay, so let me figure out what's going on in this story. So you might have heard already by now that this officer went to McDonald's after a 12-hour shift and pre-ordered her, her mail with the mobile, popped up, and they didn't have it ready. So they asked her to politely pull to the side. I don't know about you, but I'm from a black neighborhood. And I can ask to pull over to the side multiple times correct and at no point have i ever freaked out about it i've been mad but never freaked out this oh. woman sat in her car and proceeded to literally have a meltdown because she <laughs> thought somebody was trying to poison her I, I don't know what's going on with these officers but if you can't take getting what 10 minutes out of your day to get your english mcmuffin and, and hash brown you don't need to have a job Mm. You don't need to have nobody yeah. done. Exactly. You need to pull all the way out, go right. all the way home, or take Correct. your butt to a psych ward. And, and be done yeah. with it. And be done with it. And to be very clear, most Karens are vanillas, and we love all shapes and colors and creep. Having a complete meltdown over an Egg McMuffin sandwich, three ninety nine, <laughs> don't make no sense. You should not have a gun. You should not be in law enforcement. Because clearly you're not up for this. Exactly. Uh, oh my God, and, and, the story is, is, is developed. So Newsweek has picked it up and they uh, reached out to that McDonald's. The owners have reached out to her and apologized. Wow. Apologize for what? Wow. Exactly for wow. what? They apologized that her she order had to wasn't wait? ready. Yes, because she had to wait. That her order wasn't ready. Um, and she noted to the owners that Oh, I had great service. Um, the person who handed me my coffee while I was waiting, she was polite. So there was no indicator that anybody was about to do anything malicious to her. She is just paranoid. Listen, listen, I've said it before on this show. The confidence of a vanilla Karen is unfucking believable. The fact that the owners would reach out to her because she was upset and had a whole tizzy as a grown ass woman is amazing. And this is what you were saying before, Gerard. Uh, we gotta start complaining more. I yes. want us to have that mm -hmm. same power. Oh, you better write a letter. You better write a letter. You don't know how much of a response a letter's gonna get you. But I'm just happy that Karen wasn't at Popeyes because God damn it, she would have been even more mad. They would have came out with no mask. They wouldn't have came out with no mask. They would have had to walk inside to get her order. They wouldn't have brought it to the car at all. They would have, oh, my bad. I forgot. I just forgot. L lucky she was at McDonald's. Yeah, she was tripping. But see, honestly, yo, I kind of blame us also because no one should give Karen power like that. We should basically say, Karen, get out of here. Take your ball and go somewhere else. And actually, I hope she's fired because clearly she can't do that job. But that's a whole other conversation. We just keep it to what got you mad. But, Mr. Gerard, that's a good one. Uh, once again, hard to follow cock rings, but you did a good job there. Uh, <laughs> I guess the top songs are R&B and rap. 
and I'm listening to a rap song on a local radio station. And in my head, I'm thinking to myself, who the hell is this artist? And why can't I understand anything he's saying? Um, <laughs> at that moment, I realized, you know what? These stations aren't for me anymore. Let me go on down to Magic. WHUR. Oh, wow. Wow, yeah, you went Magic? Yeah, I went you to Steve magic. Harvey? You, you on the Steve Harvey station. Listen, I went You to, got a Steve Harvey suit while to, you're at it? I'm about to go ahead and sign my card. No, no, no. Don't feel bad. Listen, listen. I I actually tried to understand what these rappers were saying, and I realized I really am getting old. This is sad. And then I went down to the old people station, and I felt comfort. <laughs> I felt safe. I felt easy safe. listening. It was, easy it, was, listening. It, it was wonderful and quite enjoyable. So that, that's I ain't mad at you, Jay. <laughs> yeah, I do you. it too. Thank I you. do it too. Listen, you gotta be able to do both. All right. sound like an old man. Don't I? Be, just get that desperate menu for your beard now. It's fine. <laughs> hey, hey, like like the movie Midnight Cocoa Bean, brother. That's what I use on this. Only in high end products <laughs> on this luxurious face. Uh, <laughs> that is ridiculous. know the show insecure if you don't mm-hmm. know insecure that's on you. that's on you <laughs> google it watch the episode it's on hbo Issa ray is a creator and she drives the show great show about relationships and what it is um and what it looks like in the black culture so uh vp i'm gonna let you go ahead and kick this off uh we're gonna Me? get to the yeah. Oh, well, well, thank you for deferring, man. Well, I'm you know, I'm gonna share in You are a man, man of the people. You are I, a man of the people, sir. You're you a know, gentleman and a scholar. A gentleman you. and a scholar. <laughs> hey, that's what that's what my mama said. So go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, well, well, well. I mean, I just thoroughly enjoyed this season of Insecure. We unfortunately came to the season's finale, so I don't know what we're gonna do on Sundays, especially in the COVID era. Well, I mean, I guess a lot of black people are just going outside and acting, acting <laughs> a fool and running a month. Hello. But- Being like <laughs> <laughs> They're having Sunday day, fun day and brunch everywhere. But anyway, mm-hmm. I'll be in the house and uh, trying to find new shows. But Insecure, focusing on the series finale, did you guys all watch? Yes. Sure did. Are we all caught up to speed? <laughs> yes. Yay. Okay. So I just want to start off with a couple things. Mm-hmm. What did you let's just let's just go fast forward and go to the end. What do you think about the ending where Molly and Issa came together and it was the kumbaya kind of we think moment where after they were fighting like cats and dogs, then they're half the season and their friendship was on the rocks. I just kind of felt well, I know how I feel. <laughs> how did you guys feel about that moment and what, mm-hmm. what you thought it signified and what it might mean going forward? Um, I thought they have a strange codependent relationship mm-hmm. because I thought of myself and how I've had ending of friendships and, you know, maybe it's just me. I'm kind of harsh when it comes to when friendships ends, there mm-hmm. is no coming back from that, regardless mm-hmm. of how long it was. If you have wronged me, then that's the end of it. I don't care what space I am in. <laughs> and so okay, I was like, what about, oh. what, what's the extent of the wronging? Is it, oh, I took your man? Or is it that oh, it this is my appointment uh, at the salon? <laughs> no, I, I can give you an example. Um, okay. I was supposed to be in a friend's wedding. I couldn't be in the wedding, but I could do everything leading up to it because okay. my daughter had something, had an event that I didn't want to miss. Uh-huh. And she didn't mm-hmm. understand that. Okay. Oh, she, 
she was so like, because you oh. can't understand it it was like oh well you're not being a good friend like you should be able to miss your child's event because oh, it didn't seem like a big deal to her what that and so for me and for oh, me wow. like and for me there is nothing that is too big or too little for my child so mm-hmm. if your wedding is <laughs> inconvenience and overlaps with something that involves her then you will always lose because mm-hmm. my child comes first so you know stuff like that <laughs> all right i mean oh, you know I have, a, I have a wealth of questions with it you know we have a potential mom here and we have two single guys and yes. my thought is well i mean if she was just like you know getting the uh you got a perfect attendance award as opposed to your friend's wedding that she asked you to be in uh, one outweighs the other in my mind, but it's still yeah, no. like okay, what the significance was. Like, was she getting on a roll? It, did, <laughs> it didn't. No, it didn't even matter what it was. Oh, was I wasn't yeah. missing anything yeah. for her. Yeah. I'm like, if I'm saying if I've if I've supported your entire relationship, mm-hmm. if I'm saying I will participate in everything leading up to the actual day, that should be sufficient. Yeah, I understand you being disappointed, but mm-hmm. taking it to a place where, oh, well, you were never my friend. Oh, well, that's a little And, you know, all that. Okay, guess what? You already showed me who you were. There is no coming back. And why I feel like the whole ending with mm-hmm. Issa and Molly was just yep. odd because Molly, like, went all the way in on her yes, at that correct, uh, block correct. party. Correct. So, like, something like that. Like, there is never, you could never come back from that ever i'm like you putting this dude okay maybe it wasn't even the guy because i think the guy was just an excuse for her to even go off because he wasn't even tripping about helping yeah exactly um isa out so for her to have that type of reaction at the event on top of that like you couldn't have pulled me to the side like hey let's have lunch you know i want to talk to you about what happened at the event you know i felt some type of way about that 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 but to do it there then to cause this huge scene absolutely not so at the end why i say they're codependent it's like well neither one of them feels comfortable sharing their feelings with their other friends so they'll come back together toxically (laughs) to cry on each other's shoulder knowing molly feels like Issa's a loser and Issa feels Correct. like Molly is selfish. And, and, and Miss T, that's the whole point. They were never really friends. Like as, exactly. as, as a single guy, you know, I back in the day, I used they were to have never really friends. That's a strong statement. Well, yeah, well, well, I, I, well, I, neither. I, I'm gonna say that because you know, as a guy, you see uh, uh female friendships is very few and far between uh female friendships I've seen that'll test last the test of time. Mm-hmm. T T, you mm-hmm. have one. But mm-hmm. it's a handful. Usually it's always that codependent stuff. Like, I don't see people celebrating their friends when they're in good and bad moments. And it's basically, I need you to be here to hear me bitch and complain. And if you can't do that, fuck your entire life. But once again, that's coming from the single guy point of view. Mr. Rod, what, how did you see it? Yeah, I think that's very narrow. So, yes. <laughs> from another <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Um, I, I saw it as a group of people that have realized we have grown and we're not growing together, but yeah, we still need each other. So let's reevaluate this relationship. Um, a lot of women get men and they kind of forget about their girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And truthfully, I think that's what happened with Molly. Yeah. Yeah. And she kind of dissed her own friend for this dude repeatedly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think Issa is forgiving enough. She's kind of shown that, that she is willing to sit there 
and hear this woman out and see whether or not it's actually worth saving the relationship. So I, I saw it as a moment for them to grow together. Because literally, women need each other. Uh-huh. You well, need a good girlfriend. Well, no, why you is, need yeah, somebody that you can talk yeah, to why, at why, all why time. Is that? Why, why is that? that yeah. You have to have a good girlfriend. Because I know two guys that I think I'm currently talking to that said, yeah, we don't talk. <laughs> Men don't talk. <laughs> we just hit you with a, oh, yeah, how you doing? How you girl? How you baby? All right, yeah. it's getting good, ain't it? <laughs> That's what men do. Even when you're in a relationship with a man, you can get on the talk in maybe every two years. <laughs> but in between there, you need somebody what to just kind of help here. you. Yeah, you need somebody mm. to help you kind of um, work through some things. Yeah. And it's not necessarily shit talking. It's just working through some things. So, so what you're saying is you need someone there that helps you come up with a, formulate a plan <laughs> to have not you formulate a plan. Just help you spit it out, get it out your mind. And yeah. sometimes when you hear it, you're like, all right, you're able to digest it your own self. Okay. No matter what she tells you. So you so, need girlfriends. So all, all I just heard was you basically listen to women more than you listen to men. That's, that's no, all. no, that's not what she said. That's definitely not what she said. That's definitely not what she said, which kind of further proves her point why you need yeah. to have girlfriends exactly. to talk through. Huh. I mean, I've, I've used well, I think you can have, that. You can, I was about to say, you can have any friend to help you talk things through. But, not you know, necessarily. Uh, I think I, I, I'm a firm, uh, a firm believer that a male-female relationship that's an actual friendship because you can be honest with each other with both sides of the pers- or what each side is thinking or kind of come from the male perspective and the female perspective because I look at women as being more emotional and then like I know my homeboys and how they're thinking if I'm going to tell my female friend, I'm going to tell them the real thing <laughs> and <laughs> not have much of would understand or listen to me more because I'm a man and it's like she's asking about a man and how they might be thinking I don't think a girl is going to really have the best perspective there but I think sometimes girls talk it's not necessarily they're seeking advice they're more so they need a thought partner to make sure that they're being rational in their thought process it's not like I'm actually looking for an answer like when I talk to my Right, but when I talk to my best friend, I'm not really as yes, I would like to hear her thoughts on the situation, but I'm not really seeking advice. I'm just getting off asking her to help me. Yeah, I'm getting it off my chest and then like, hey, am I really jumped into conclusions? Am I taking things too far? Because, you know, your girlfriend, like somebody who's truly your friend will check you and say, you know, you're doing too much or yeah. no, what you're really might want to look into that and maybe ask these types of questions and whatnot. And, Whereas and, a guy, if you go to him, he's going to want to try to fix it for you. And VP, that's yes. why most times you can get away with listening by saying, oh, really? That's messed up. I can't believe no. she said that. I can't believe she did <laughs> Just stick to the play, brother, and you can get through most conversations. Um, Don't believe it, VP. <laughs> no. Because that's a setup. Like, like Miss T just said, she's not really coming to you for an answer or advice. She just wants someone to sit there and listen. So you listen, you smile, you give a couple head nods. You're back to Sports Center before you know it, brother. Wow. You see, and that's another problem with men. Y'all don't listen. <laughs> I was very, I was very clear. I will give you that a little bit. A lot of people I was very don't clear. listen. <laughs> it's like I need you to help me process my thoughts, but not give me an answer. Well, no, I, I kind of think the females they want to have a hand holding session. Like, oh, you'll be emotionally supportive for me, even though you're not giving me any solutions. 
I, but I didn't yes. ask for solutions. And see, that's why it's confusing. I said a male female friendship is better because you can get, you know, sometimes support and you get a solution of, but, oh, I think he's thinking but this. VP, you don't understand. But you can get that from your girlfriend as well. Wait, mm. Sure can. I mean, yeah. it depends on the girlfriend. I mean, if she just out here no. thotting it up in the streets, <laughs> I wouldn't be the first one to, to no. get, get advice from her, too. Like, Why? Oh. They're the best ones. They have the most experience. Well, mm. they haven't locked down a man, though. <laughs> so they have mean. a lot of experience. Blind but... leading the blind. No. <laughs> exactly. exactly. But, but, Missy, you just, let's, let's be clear here. You just said that sometimes you talk to your girlfriends to help the thought process out. That was one. Yeah. Then you said that you're looking for advice. That was two. So mm-hmm. basically, my statement still stands true. You just want someone to listen to you, smile and nod, no. and not really fix your problem. And your hold. No. And so, what, so what am no. I missing here? Because... You can't just sit there, smile and nod. You're not listening. It's an engaging conversation. It's a back and forth outside of, oh, yeah. Uh-huh, or unloading yeah, like Issa, maybe. Or we're unloading like Issa and unloading like Molly because you just want someone to listen to your problems. Is that, you know, that, that the And that's what they do. They mm. unload on each other, not really no. listening. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yes, they we're do. bringing it back to the show. Exactly. <laughs> unload. Yeah, they do unload when they were in a good friendship, friendly kind of place. Yes. Well, I mean, that's what brought them back together. They both had to unload. They had. They but had I feel that Lauren's was more situation. a codependent thing. I yeah, I'm looking they wanted to unload the whole show. But that's what y'all keep missing. They kept trying to resort to each other all throughout the show, but they right. just weren't connecting. Well, yeah. no, I, well, it wasn't they're not connecting or their pride wouldn't let them admit that, hey, I need you. And I think that's what it was. They, they, I would say it was both. That was pride for one person. I don't think that was true for Issa. Yeah. No, no, no. Either. But Issa... Which brings me to my next topic of Molly the Mess. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Molly the Mess. We, I think everyone this season has, has already heard or seen the story and had their opinions. And Issa just... I feel like she was the, the character that reached out the most and she wanted to save this friendship. This brought Molly the Mess flat out said... When she was asked by the therapist, is it, you know, is it a friendship you want, a relationship you want to work on? Is it a friendship you want to save? We didn't get the answer, but we got the answer later on in the program when she texts Andrew and she's like, oh, you see, I'm talking to her. I'm being nice. I think that answer was no. She didn't want to save that relationship. Right. Which leads me to, in the end, when they were sitting together, it was a toxic codependence thing like she wasn't feeling I mean I think everything everything Molly has said throughout this entire season to Issa's face behind her back she meant every single one of those things Uh and that's exactly how she viewed their friendship she always felt she was better than her Uh and the fact that she was actually doing something good and, you know, she was getting all that recognition. It was like, oh, wait a minute. You're leaving me in the dust. You know, I'm the attorney. I'm the one who should be on top. Not She's you. the narcissist. She's right. the narcissist. Yeah, I, don't think, I don't think it's as much as with Issa. It's everybody. Yeah. That's Molly's character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She looks down on everybody else's uh, actual decisions. Right. Absolutely. Like her, so, the mother staying, Like the mother staying with her father. Exactly. Yeah. So at the end of the season... I think she had an aha moment of I'm fighting for the wrong relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm in here fighting with Andrew. He's looking at me like, bitch, I'm done. <laughs> and, and my best friend, who I actually care about, I haven't talked to him forever. I don't know what's going on with her. Let mm-hmm. 
reevaluate my life. And that's why we saw them at the end at the Ethiopian spot. Mm-hmm. Their spot. Their uh-huh. favorite spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Their spot. Yeah. So essentially, Molly hasn't been honest in her relationships with multiple people, and she's always looked down on everyone. You're saying it's not just Issa. She did it to everybody. I mean, yes. she hasn't even been honest with herself. Her exactly, herself. Yeah. So, so yeah. With that, with that being said, do you think most folks are honest with themselves in their relationships? Because uh, another episode before, since we're getting into this whole insecure theme, uh, mm-hmm. the, Lawrence and Issa had a conversation and they highlighted why they broke up. Um, mm-hmm. They highlighted the ups and downs. So is it just uh, a, women not being honest with each other, guys and girls not being honest with each other, or everyone just has a lack of issue, a lack of honesty in relationships? I think that's a human thing. It's hard yeah. to see your own faults mm-hmm. until somebody puts it in your face and you have to sit there and be like, oh, yeah, I do do that shit. Oh, <laughs> let me let me fix that. I'm sorry. Was I mean? <laughs> not yeah. me be mean. And, and not to put too much of your business out there, Gerard. You, I think you have one of the longest uh, ongoing relationships here. And do you get to the point with the person since you've been with someone for a long time, you can just be brutally, directly honest, or do you still feel like you got to sugarcoat it, give it a nice package, and send it on its way? I think you still have to give it a nice package. <clears throat> Excuse me about that. Um, you you can't be too brutally honest because I am a very brutally honest person, and I realize that does not work very well in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So I had to figure out how to tame some of my comments and, and hold them sometimes mm-hmm. and see whether or not it's a moment for him to receive it. Okay. And that's something I've been learning for the last 12 years. And it, it can never it never ends because the person keeps changing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> changing, evolving, but, growing, you know, everything. Yes. Yeah. That whole hum- yes, humanity you thing. Yep. You have to do check-ins to see whether or not they are still receiving how you're delivering messages to them. And sometimes when they're quiet and just walk away, oh, that means that was a problem. <laughs> let, me, <laughs> let me let me reverse and figure out how to say this again. So yeah, it, it is ongoing and it is not easy. Mm-hmm. So my check for that type of thing is, you know, how how true a person is to you, how much the rider are dying for you is. If you can go number two and they sitting in the bathroom brushing their teeth, no, they absolutely. love you. They love you. They love you, girl. No, that's, that's, no, that's, that's not that's not no. good. That's not a good one. No, not no. good gauge. No, no. Well, well, sir, well, sir, with all the pizza you eat and the lactose there, it might be it might be a funky affair. very regular. I am very regular. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, no. Uh, hold on. No, because it's gross, or no, because that's just not a good problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say. <laughs> No, for both. First of all, you know, fecal matter just doesn't <laughs> land in the toilet. It floats. So basically, I'm brushing my teeth with shit because you're pooping right next to me. I think not. Sorry, you there's other ways to you measure. Have a bathroom. It ain't right next to you. Yeah, no, mm-mm. no. I, I don't need. I don't need that close. Much closeness. No, no. I mean, if you have to have a conversation, <laughs> the conversation can wait. <laughs> I'm telling you, I've had heated conversations, and folks had to go to the bathroom. Trust me, my fire won't simmer just because you take a bathroom break. <laughs> we'll pick it right back up. They're, excuse me, each other being their person, so they needed somebody to actually go to because you you can't go to therapy for friendship. 
you have to actually talk to the person that you're having a, a problem with in uh, order to, you know, see whether or not it's worth saving. And doing that from afar or doing that via text, it, it's never possible. So I, I think they'll get through it. Okay. I hate to be devil's advocate here, but basically what you're saying is, so does that rule only apply with women to women relationship? Because that means every Tyrone, every dude that's taking your income touch tax check, every dude that's taking your car and gone for the day, you forget yes, that. Yes, it person. only applies to women, platonic <laughs> relationships. <laughs> and not, even, not even women, platonic relationships. Got like you, got you. Somebody so, that you have truly love and care for, somebody whose family you're connected to, mm-hmm. somebody whose family sees you as a daughter, like mm-hmm. these type of people. So mm-hmm. you can get back with a platonic friend, but the person you share a bed and home with, kick them to the curb. Mm-hmm. See, it don't make sense. Not that it don't make sense. Yeah, you don't have the deep roots. Yeah, you don't have the roots with with somebody that you've been in a relationship one, two, three years, maybe six months. Like, and there's nothing that we're fighting for. What? But somebody that, that you have gone to jail well, with. But that's exactly that brings somebody up that show. What Molly said. What Molly with? said to the boy. When Molly said to the boyfriend. Or the boyfriend said to Molly, "What what are you fighting for?" Yeah, he, he was like, <laughs> "He was going just six months." You're like, "What are you fighting for?" <laughs> so it, it, it's like, but if you know someone from high school or from college, like you're going back 20 years, you there's something there, <laughs> right? Nah, man. Because I'm just saying, Jay Riverdale. Goddamn, you make me mad every fucking day. Oh, <laughs> but like every other day, every other day, nigga. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm about, to, I'm about to send a COVID package to his house. <laughs> <laughs> but I know we're friends and I'm like okay let me calm myself down <laughs> let me just talk shit about him to somebody else <laughs> and, then, and then we can come back and we're good <laughs> well after this podcast now I realize you do it to everyone and we're on other chats so at first honestly I took it personally but I just realized you're a dick to everyone so you know <laughs> but no, it's, it, sounds about right, you know, sounds about right. You know, dick likes cock rings so you know, it's it's all. No, I mean, it helps the dick. That means kind of what it's there for. <laughs> it's literally a dick product. It's literally a dick product. Now, but saying. listen, I and now you can go on Amazon and get it for yourself. Nah, go I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I'm not trying to last forever. Um. So wow. <laughs> for what? Twenty pumps and then for what? For what? Who am I trying to impress? And then you just say it's love. Just say, yeah. oh my god, I loved it so much, girl. Girl, it was. It wonder was... why you don't take men back. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's how you tie it all in together. Listen, it was so fire, girl. It was just such fire. So I'll get you in the morning. Um, so as always, we we definitely have all different views on that one. I I can't see myself. Listen, you fight for your blood. You fight for the person you're with. You fight for the person you're building a family with. I get that. Um, and those are the people. But I mean, I guess. But do you know if they're going to if that family thing's gonna work? Didn't you just say your longest relationship was 18 months? So you're fighting for that person? Well or the one that was like one month in well, or the one that was like listen, two weeks in. Listen, listen, listen. Let me know. If Let I know. if I get past the 18th month, then we're we're going all to war for the person. But yeah, I mean a lot of relationships are kind of uh, here today, gone tomorrow. But at mm-hmm. the same time, my whole point with the whole Molly Issa thing is they're not really friends. Your friends you can't be my friend. If, I just don't agree with that at all. Well, you can't be my friend. They're not really friends. They're not, yo, because when Issa was doing something better with her life, Molly didn't want to be there for her. And 
for me at least. So in one instance, that one snapshot of their life and their friendship of twenty years. But dog, plus, it, it, but hold on now. We're gonna wrap this about the whole insecure thing. But yeah, if, if, if if you really look at the the basis, the foundation of their friendship, she never cheered her on. It was always like we've all said, looking down at people. So when you really step back and look at it as an adult, you rec- like you recognize some people, like you said earlier, VP, are socials, friends, and road dogs. Uh-huh. I think the problem with a lot you of you think they're party friends. You think, think they were party? Yo, friends? I hate to say this. I think with like a lot of women, they have these relationships that are codependent and emotionally intertwined with each other. But if you really look at your girlfriend, does she really rock for you like that? And like I mm-hmm. said before, I think it's the only. A- and the women that we have on the podcast, I I would love to hear you guys' opinion on that. Gerard, who's your? Do you have good female friends that have been with you four, five, six, seven, eight, nine years? I I guarantee before you answer, it's less than three. Answer. Well, first of all, I would also say uh, yes. most people that say like, oh, I have best friends or friends that have been there, they have less than four. You don't have that many. <laughs> right? Like, oh, you don't have no, three. But but hold on, but hold on now. Yeah. But you have There's 20 associates yeah, for sure. Exactly. You have 50 associates, but friends that you can actually say they're but friends, think, I had to learn this the hard way. But think about this. <laughs> you have less than five. But think about this. Think mm-hmm. about this. Through college, because we all went to college. Mm-hmm. college through grade school through high school you come across thousands of people so so, mm-hmm. so to say that you only have five you can really count on is no no i said five no no real friends. Well, well my point real well, friends. my point is i don't think a lot of times in women relationships they have that ride or die female friend and i could be wrong once again um yeah and friendship could be another topic <laughs> You said what now? I have somebody I go back to kindergarten with. And if you called her right now today, I have somebody she I go back on to kindergarten to, with. Uh, Texas. Call her. Yes. <laughs> really? Yes. That's what we're doing. Yeah, we're we're going to test we're your friendship we're, 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 now. We're going to test your pandemic. You know, man, get down. your ass on the flight. No, <laughs> listen, listen. I, think, I think, once again, I think it is sad that in this lifetime, you really only get like a handful of people you can rock with, and usually less than on one hand. But, you know, yes. I, I really think people got to really evaluate like who is your fucking friend and who's really there for you at all times. You can't be my friend if you don't cheer for me 24-7 like I'm Kobe in the fourth about to put up 60. If you can't cheer for me mm-hmm. like that, you can't be around me. But that's just me. So everybody got well, no, I, I, I mean, disagree with that statement where like, you can't be around me. You have a bunch of associates, I'm sure. You play words with friends with somebody. Like You can't say you can't be around me at all. Everyone has to have no, 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 no. a bigger and stages to their circle. That's why I was saying. There's stages to friendship. There's certain people you have. But it's like um, for real friends, I think you only have one hand of those. And I agree with yeah. you. So we're all on the same page. We, you got less than five hitters in your life. Yeah. So, you know. But um, and you talking about you only talk to five of them. <laughs> you only talk to them. I'm like, no, you don't. I know the other people you talk to. Well, I mean, <laughs> so. now, honestly, I really don't talk to that many people anymore. Like I used to be mm-hmm. Mr. Friendly and entertaining. In a relationship, and you need to talk to only one person now. Ooh, are you are you being the girl now that no. cut off everybody? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> being the girl that cut off everybody. It has Ooh. nothing to do with my old lady. My focus is completely different now. Like before, mm-hmm. I was a young boy. I was doing young boy shit. Now I'm a grown man. I'm worried about grown man shit, and that's all it is. And the people that rock with me rock with me. And I, when I was younger, I used to be worried about what people thought and all that shit. 
I will listen to my WHUR and be content and happy and go about my day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow. No, don't bother me, yo. Wow. She don't bother me no yeah. more. It's, be- it's a beautiful thing. So you're just old and stuck in your ways I'm and don't want to evolve. Old, Got it. old and comfortable in this skin. And that's it and is. that's why I'm not trying to impress nobody. You get these good. Get your fruit of the looms. Yeah, get your fruit of the looms you know, and be happy. You get these good. T- <laughs> get your tidy whitey draws. Get these good. <laughs> get, up. get good ten pumps out of me, and you're, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's that's how I see it. I mean, we all, you know, it sounds like for the most part, though, we're all in agreement about mm-hmm. what it is. Uh, in your close uh, friend circle, and you do have associates, people you party with, and friends for other things, but you know, uh, sounds like we're in agreement for the most part. So, uh, that was a good, heavy conversation about friendship, what it looked like. And we, uh, we normally wrap this show on Dummy of the Week, and usually everyone has a dummy, but this week was a remarkable week. Uh, we all have a consensus dummy, I can't believe you of the week. And it's the officer in Atlanta, Georgia, that killed another black man um, who was sleeping at Wendy's. I, I know everyone has heard the news. Um, it's, it's crazy. It's a sad state of affairs. Um, he's the dummy of the week because not only did he shoot and kill this black man, he kicked him on the ground. And the other officer stood on his shoulders. And now he's getting the entire book jail and district thrown at him so definitely prayers up for Rashad Brooks and his family oh absolutely absolutely Absolutely. another king that's lost his life too soon too sad too tragic hopefully we can stop this and new legislation is passed um oh also before we actually end the show um we gotta we gotta salute our team members we gotta salute um folks and give them their roses uh Miss T you just had a youth mark yes um and Share with the folks real quick what that was, what the idea behind that was, and um, how did it go? Um, we had a youth march last week where we walked, anybody familiar with the D.C. area, we walked from Freedom Plaza to Black Lives Matters Plaza. And basically our march was centered on the youth, and it was an opportunity for the children to share poetry, spoken word, prayer, a speech just to share their thoughts about what's going on in the world and what they would like to see happen. It was a fantastic event. We had close to 300 people show up. It was all races, black, white. Thank you. Black, white, Latino. Um, the media was there. Your girl ended up on TV with a little oh. interview. <laughs> bow, 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 bow. Yes, it was. I must say it was a, a fantastic, humbling experience to have. And, you know, I'm really excited about this next generation that's coming up. You know, they're they're sharp. They know what's happening in the world thanks to social media, but they're synthesizing the information appropriately. And I think with our guidance as the adults, uncle, cousin, mentor, whatever your role may be um, with the young person that might be in your life, um, we can really guide them to greatness and really have tangible change that'll take place. And this is just the beginning. And, you know, we're gearing up for some things to lead up to the March on Washington that'll take place in August. Fantastic. Super dope. Super dope. Thank you. And that is definitely you being dope this week. Hopefully 
the rest of the team could follow your lead. I know everyone's been doing their own thing. Ms. Gerard, you've been making donations. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Baka Poppy, I know you've been engaged in the community. I definitely challenge and recommend we all stay engaged in this and keep being dope. Uh, I got to give a special shout out to my little sister. She um, graduated from high school. She's going to Ohio State or I guess Yay. they call it the Ohio State University. Yeah. No, that one. Oh, that that's cool. That's it gets a D. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's 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 pump the brakes on that. You know, <laughs> I'm not shouting out for that. <laughs> but she graduated from Penn Hills Penn Hills High School, and tomorrow she is there. They actually are doing like a virtual online celebration. And she was named the valedictorian. All right, now. So I'm super pumped for that. Super excited. Girl magic. Exactly. And she already joined Instagram for the first time now. (laughs) So (laughs) I got to punch my own post (laughs) because she's watching. (laughs) But like she's putting Black Lives Matter posts out there. She's supporting the community. She's like trying to get people to raise funds. It's like she's doing the most as she goes on Instagram because she's always been like a, you know, a do-gooder. She's Mm. a (laughs) do-gooder. So it just makes me super proud and happy that I'll be able to, you know, <laughs> attend virtually uh, that they're doing for Penn Hills, her valedictorian ceremony, and they're doing a special award that she might be getting for. Well, we don't know for sure. You know, you know with the award ceremony, you're not supposed to know in advance, mm. but we're pretty sure she's <laughs> going to be getting some some awards for her performance throughout the, her high school career. So I'm, I'm just overjoyed and, ble- and, and ecstatic that that's happening. Oh, Congratulations go, to her. Uh, and you know what? love giving folks their roses. We got somebody on our team who also deserves roses. Mr. Oh. Mr. Rod. Baby coming. Countdown yes. on. Bro. Let's let you come on. We going to give you your roses. And I mean, <laughs> this goes to show how strong and dope she is. Uh, she is super pregnant. I mean, all belly, just just all belly, and she still manages to make every pre-production meeting. Deal with my ignorance. Deal with VP's ignorance. I know it's so much. <laughs> it is. It's, it's a so lot. Much. It's a lot of it's ignorance. So much. Just us two alone. A lot of mediation. Yes, a lot of mediation. <laughs> and, and help. help. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. Baby, I like, <laughs> that takes a lot of energy. She's so a great listener. She's a great <laughs> listener. <laughs> so as a team and for me and everyone, yeah. we want to let you know, uh, we know you're going to be a dope mom. We hope that yeah. you have a uh, healthy, safe uh, baby. And we know you are. And you're strong. And you'll bounce back like Kim K after she get had, that snap you know back, I mean? girl you like she gonna get a, a, what is it, the Chloe revenge body before you know it girl <laughs> <laughs> well we're giving everyone their roses so we're gonna wrap the show and as always remember to do good daily as that will lead to change monthly and before you know it you brought good to a decade um and finally Never forget, never doubt, you're dope. Thanks for listening, guys, and until next time, we're out.